When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty in for Key today. What up, What up, though? What up, What up, though? What up? Man, what's up is all of this cash flying around the NFL, man. You know, same Everything, everywhere, all at once. It ain't the Oscars, baby. It's the NFL free agency frenzy kicking off. I love it. Not why, to mention I trades. CeCe, why y'all doing this to me on the one time a year we got March Madness, man? Can y'all, like, can, can we just, like, why? Like, we got, like, Nah, let me tell month, you what we, we not going to do. We got let me tell month. you what. No, 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 I'm telling you what y'all do to me. We got one month to talk about my sport. One. Just one. And you know, it's Aaron Rodgers' watch party. That's what we're doing. Jay, Jay it's not us. It's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's day 66 of America held hostage by this dude. And if you're wondering where 66 comes from, that's when the Packers season ended, when they lost to the Detroit Lions in week 18. But Aaron Rodgers, every single offseason, dominates the headlines because he keeps everybody waiting on pins and needles about whether or not he's going to play football and where is he going to do it. See, Max, that's why I'm mad at Aaron Rodgers. That's why I don't rock with him like but that. That's, but it's, it's Stockholm I'm Syndrome salty. at that point. You know, Stockholm Syndrome where the – where the cap, the, the, the captives. Yes, I am familiar. Yeah, the hostages start to bond with, uh, the, with, the, with their captors, right? Like people. Yeah, love it's, it. it's like the Max. It's like the sequel to Captain Phillips, and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers saying, "I'm the captain now," it's, and that's exactly what he's doing yeah, with the Jets we're, we're with willing, his list we're of demands. Captives, we want. We walk into the, the into the place to, to be kept captive. We don't have to talk about it. People want to hear about it. Do people on the new boat want to be held captive? I'm not sure everybody I don't know does. where we are with this metaphor yeah, it's, it's, Keep going with it, though. I like it. It's provocative. Listen, here's what's – this is the question with Rodgers. How does it make you feel about him? On the one hand, he wants them to get this guy and the Lazard and all his guys, right? And on top of that, go get Odell. But let's, let, let's, focus, on the, let's focus on the idea that he's saying, hey, I want you to look into this list of guys, and he still hasn't made his decision supposedly, right? Is he saying that it's contingent upon me believing you really did your due diligence? Is it contingent upon you landing these guys, right? Now, if it, whether it is or isn't, how does it make you feel about Rodgers? Do you think, man, he just wants security blanket with him, right? Or he needs his guys there because he's going to do it a certain way. He wants to set the culture. Or he doesn't really want to mess with these young guys on the Jets. Or do you like it because it's like, hey, he's just looking out for his peoples, Right. How, how do you, Chris, how do you feel about what Rodgers is doing? Well, I mean, listen, if you're a player in the NFL and you have this kind of swing, then why not use it? I, I, I don't blame or begrudge Aaron Rodgers for trying to get his boys opportunities with the New York Jets because he wants to be comfortable, number one. So there's that element to it. But there's also the trust factor. When the mission is clear, the expectations couldn't be higher if he decides to come run with the Jets then you want everything in place so you can be the best version of yourself. And I feel like that's what Aaron Rodgers is trying to put in place right now. It's just interesting to me that the Jets would contort themselves and bend over backwards to acquiesce to what Rodgers wants 
when we just lived that movie with the Green Bay Packers in 2022. And the Packers didn't necessarily get the return on investment because in a Week 18 winning-in situation against a division rival, the quarterback played real small. Oh, boy. CC, this to me is everything. I, I, I talk often about how much I want to talk about basketball and the NBA. And what I'm watching is the NFL become more like the NBA every day, even though I know it will never be, even though I know it will be differentiated and unique in its own. But yesterday we had Calvin Johnson on our show. And Max Kellerman was talking to Calvin Johnson about, well, if you really didn't want to be there in Detroit, you could have forced your way out. And Megatron looked at him and realistically said to Max's face, come on, Max, you know this ain't true. This is the NFL. And I was like, well, I'm seeing guys force their way out now. I'm seeing less need. And the Rams say, blank them picks, and it wins them a championship. And then this team be dismantled with Jalen Ramsey going down to Miami. And then now Matthew Stafford being on the trade blocks. Like, I'm seeing teams make moves to bring their guys and their people. LeBron James, i.e. with the Lakers, last year. Remember when he was talking about how great OKC's general managers and Sam Presti? Be like, man, they really go after it. They accumulate a lot of picks. They go after it. They get their guys. I'm, you don't think LeBron James wants to bring all his guys over from clutch to the Lakers? Even though I give Rob Plinka a round of applause right now, but what we're seeing is the NFL, the modern day NFL, becoming the NBA, which is which is to be expected when you want more offense, more offense, more offense. So who do you focus on? The quarterback. So all the rules are there to protect mm-hmm. the quarterback, to elevate the quarterback. So the quarterback becomes incredibly important. And when a guy becomes that important on a team, it's like an NBA superstar. Boom. Right? I want my guys with me. Here are my people. Oh, Alan Zar, last year you made $4 million, CC. Now you just signed a four-year, $44 million deal, $11 million Ooh. per year. You're welcome, Alan Zar. And guess what? You're one of my core guys. You're my, who are my core guys. You're my locker room guy. I put you on. You're welcome. So, so Harry Douglas of the hit show, Fitz and Harry, said the following. Listen to Harry Douglas on Aaron Rodgers. I asked you how you feel about it. How do you look at it? Do you look at it like, well, he, he's looking out for his, for his peoples, or do you look at it like, man, he just wants a security blanket around him? He doesn't want to mess with these young guys? Or do you look at it like he's flexing? Is it some combination? How do you feel about what he's doing? Because you like a guy who looks out for his, for his boys, right? And maybe you like a guy a little less who, who wants a security blanket with him. This is Harry Douglas's interpretation of what's going on. Is he asking for these guys so part of him doesn't have to be there the offseason? He can just cruise control into things because these guys know the offense that Nathaniel Hackett is going to run and wants to run from that standpoint. Is this going to make Aaron Rodgers a little bit lazy and not going to New York, being there in OTAs when he should have his tail there? You think, Chris? Yeah, I, I don't know if that means Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going to be lazy. I think Aaron Rodgers has a certain way that he likes to do things, and he enjoys his time away from football in the offseason. There are other players that are out in the NFL that do that. I don't know how many quarterbacks are on that list, especially guys that are joining with new teams and or working with new receivers. And that would be the interesting aspect to all of this is what Aaron Rodgers does, the degree of urgency that he approaches this seemingly one-year proposition with the New York Jets. Because, guys, in my opinion, the truncated timetable creates this added degree of pressure in all of this. And 
you can't help but compare Rodgers in this marriage with the Jets if they consummate this deal to what we saw the past couple of years with Matt Stafford with the L.A. Rams in 21 mm-hmm. and what we saw from Brady with the Bucks in 20. The only difference is Tom Brady is the GOAT, and this guy literally in the middle of a pandemic is hosting passing camps with his new receivers and running backs to try to get everybody adjusted uh, to the new offense and make sure that people are on the same page. And then with Matt Stafford going out to L.A., the guy keeps a home in Southern California. So those guys were around their teams throughout those off-seasons leading into training camp to get ready to go on a championship run. I don't know that we're going to see the same thing from Aaron Rodgers, and that, to me, is going to be the challenge well, that Rob Sala and Joe Douglas have to work around. Well, Chris, you think about what you, like you, and you mentioned it before. Rodgers didn't come up big in the final game of the season to put him in the playoffs, right? But really what happened was he ran out of time. It took, they, they took too long getting the young receivers up to speed. By the time they got up to speed, they had to win like every game. They almost did it, but not quite. So really, we just saw what you just described with, with Rodgers, you know, as opposed to Brady and Stafford. I know they were in new places, but Rodgers was in the same place, but had new guys with him. Did, you know, as Mike Tannenbaum always said, he should have been picking them up from the airport, you know, making sure. But instead, he, he waited too long to get started. We just saw this happen with him. So Harry's point is, look, does he want his new guys? We're not going to do the same thing. Yeah, I just think if you're Joe Douglas, you see, you can't allow him to be lazy. Like, you can't even, like, from the beginning conversations that we've had, like, that's not even on the table. Look, we're willing to do business, but in order for us to do business or we're going to have problems, you have to be committed to this process. Because I saw what happened last year. <laughs> I saw what happened last year. And granted, you, you lost a home game at the end to get your team over the hump, but your momentum could have been caught earlier if you were a little bit more committed to the franchise. And fresh start. New faces. We're bringing some of your guys to the core, but I need you out here showing everybody the Aaron Rodgers way that is married with Nathaniel Hackett. That's the only way we're going to reach our success pinnacle. You know, yeah. Only c- way. Couple of couple of things with what you just said, Jay. I don't like the word lazy, and I get that Harry used that. I don't know that it's Aaron Rodgers being lazy. I, I just you. think he appreciates his downtime. Not saying that he's not working. He's not focusing on ways to get better throughout the offseason. There's no way that he could be a back-to-back MVP in his age 37 and age 38 season Factual. without having right. some type of commitment to his craft. But the thing that I find interesting is how you think that Joe Douglas can dictate to Aaron Rodgers how this is going to go. Guys, the Jets are desperate. The owner is desperate for a star quarterback, and the general manager and the head coach want competent quarterback play to save their jobs. Because make no mistake, those dudes are on the hot seat coming into 2023. They are not in a position to tell Aaron Rodgers how this is going to go down. All they're going to do is ask Aaron Rodgers what he wants to do and roll with that and make the best football decisions around that plan. That is the only plan. Plan B, plan C, and plan D is reinforcing plan A, which is going after Aaron Rodgers, giving him carte blanche over our franchise, and hoping, fingers crossed, that it works out. No. See, you can't hope, fingers crossed. Yo, What's it? What's that line? Uh, <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Like yep. sometimes you need to be met with force. If somebody has the same crazy ass look that you have in your eyes, I'm matching your crazy look. And I also will say this, you know, CC, <laughs> we've all been in relationships like that. Like I got to be crazy yeah. here to make sure that she yeah. really hears yeah. me. So we're both on the same page. Um, but the only thing I was going to say, though, is CC, like I, I, I hear that point. 
But, you know, it's like Michael Jordan. I think one of the things Michael Jordan learned, because nobody will ever call Michael Jordan lazy, right? I agree mm-hmm. with you on that word, how it, it triggers me as well. But there mm-hmm. is something about being committed to your craft and, like, Michael Jordan be working out by himself all the time. And then all of a sudden, a little bit later in his career, Michael was like, yo, Scotty, come work out with me. Yo, Steve Kerr, come work out with me. Like, all oh, let's be on the same page. So now it's us working out together. I'm holding everybody accountable as opposed to just holding myself accountable. I'm not saying that applies to Aaron Rodgers, but that maniacal, like, that's where I kind of see where Harry was applying the lazy aspect of how do I work out with my squad instead of it just being about me. Or having to yeah. lead young guys, acclimate yeah. yourself and lead a young – listen, mm-hmm. we got a lot more to get into about this. Yes, the Jets are desperate. They're out of options, right? So is Aaron Rodgers. Because no place to go. Packers don't want him. Everyone else snapped up. The no one. I mean, this is it. They need each other. By the way, is there a new front runner for NBA MVP? <gasps> what? Does he play F- for the Lakers? What's that? Does what? he play for the Lakers? <laughs> Filling out brackets with ESPN is free and easy. Are you aware of this, Jason? (laughs) Download the ESPN (laughs) Tournament Challenge app. You can fill out up to, listen to this, 25 men's and women's brackets for more chances to win. Oh, my God. I think the rate is going up because we're over 13 million brackets. Did the tournament start? Yesterday at 2 (laughs) p.m., we were at 10 million brackets. Yes. But the day before, we were at like five. So it's five. I think by the rate's going up. You can that like, would be the case, but yes. five million a day. But it's more <laughs> no, no, not the number is oh, going up. Oh, you said up. The, oh, the rate. The rate oh, is the rates is going up. Uh, that would also be the case. You can create <laughs> join groups to compete against others, or join the ESPN Radio Men's and Women's groups to play against us. You can fill out your men's and women's brackets with ESPN Tournament Challenge for a chance to be one of more than seventy lucky fans will take home a share of $150,000 in prizes. Restrictions apply. See the official rules on the Tournament Challenge homepage for more details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I just want to. Guys, there's a. Uh, Chris Canty's in for Key today, by the way. There's a terrific show, hit show on ESPN. Comes on 2 p.m. Handsome host. Not much of a host, but, but eye candy. <laughs> called. He's not there for his hosting skills. It's called This Just In. And there's this guy, handsome guy, who's distracting, such a handsome guy, who did peer, tear pressure, tear pressure, right? And so what I do on that show is I put the MVPs or whoever I'm ranking into a tier. The rules are like this. It's pyramid style. Only one can be in tier one. Two guys are in tier two. Three guys are in tier three. Period. That's it, right? So you rank six guys, and those are the rules. So my tiers... For MVP were as follows, okay? In Tier 3, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, okay? In Tier 2, and I'm, I'm putting these in order now, uh, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. As number 3? As 2. And 3, so like, because okay. he's on the left, and to the right of him, in third place is Jokic. So wait, how's your first mm. order go in the, the top number? Oh, so, three. so three was first Tatum, so, you, you, then you, Lillard, then Shea Gilgis-Alexander, okay? In so tier, Tatum would be so four, Tatum, right? Tatum, Tatum would be four, yep. Okay. okay. In, in tier you, two. You, you would do it this way. You wouldn't go like six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, you I want to. Right? <laughs> you go, oh, four, five, six, and here's two and three. That's Who right. does a list that way? Because you're lifting left. You're list, I understand what you mean, but you're, because if you see it visually, you're going left to right. Yes, or anyway. Okay, I got it. Then it's so then it's Giannis and Jokic in tier two. Giannis and in, two. And yep. Then Jokic and Jokic three. three. Okay. And in tier one, Joel Embiid. And let me say something about that real quick. Jay, yes. Chris, I on on this show, it's so annoying because we got two guys from Philly in the control room, Alan Yates and Pat Costello. And every time this comes up, all you hear is propaganda for Embiid and against that. But, but I got I to gotta be honest about this. Early on, you could have easily given it to Jokic, whatever. But to me, guys, this is like a fight where it's close and competitive but decisive, right? I do not see an objective argument to give this thing to Jokic at this moment. Not anymore. I think you can make a better one for Giannis, but I think it is decisive, though close, that Embiid at this moment is the MVP. Has it been because of this recent stretch you've seen by the Denver Nuggets? I mean, obviously giving up 40 40- Seven points in the first quarter. To what? Out the Especially, last, last night what? Was 49, right? 49. Especially Jokic's defense. He doesn't play de- – you know, a guy like Steph Curry's not a good defender because well, he's what, small, you, but he's me, present. Tell me specifically about defense. Like, when you watch it, like, what is it about his defense? It's what like, I grew up watching Clyde Frazier call Nick and listening to Clyde Frazier call Nick's games. That's Matador defense, right? You just go, go right ahead. That's the type of defense. Uh, not really. Yes, it, it Jay. It's not so, great, but it's not Matador defense. It is Matador it's defense. Not, it's not as good as Giannis or Joel Embiid, but oh, it's not. That, not at no, all. No, yeah, I didn't Jay, say, I, Jay, I didn't I say it was. Jokic did, did you see the whole game last night against the Raptors? Did I watched a lot that? of it, yeah. I mean, Scotty Barnes was coming down on a break in the third quarter, and Jokic just stood there. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes with a Euro step and a layup. He just stood there. Yeah, well, how about being bullied by Scotty Barnes in the first quarter on an offensive rebound, and he just dunked it on Jokic? Jokic didn't even jump. Like, mm-hmm. uh, listen, man, this is happening every box night. Defensive box plus minus has to be one of the most misleading stats when it comes to a player's. Wait, what is? What is Chris? End. What is defensive box plus minus? Yes, because I agree. Jokic it's not. A good, I'm with you on that. It's not a good top. Thing. He leads the league in that. 
But this guy is a liability on the defense. And you know how I know? It's because teams actively seek him out in the half-court offense when they're trying to attack the rim. They actively try to put Jokic in the action to exploit of course. his lack of defensive prowess. And we saw that going back to the playoffs last year against the Golden State Warriors. And that's too Guys, much. Guys, he's a liability I, on the defense. And, and, no, no, and no, 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 no. I, I understand. I just, I, I it, agree. It goes beyond just being a net neutral on defense. See, right. see, he's see, a I, liability I, on r- defense. Real quick, I Chris, am, I totally agree. I am with everybody on this. I mean, I, I do not have him as my front runner right now. But I will say, we did watch James Harden win an MVP. And James Harden played just as bad Matador defense as Jokic. Just stating for the record. But well, go I ahead with that. your point. Yeah, he might have won an MVP, but he's not on the verge of winning Agreeing three times. Yeah, I'm not making a case yeah, for Jokic on, to win his third well, MVP right also, now. I'm not. That's not where my list it, is today. It, yeah, it's also like it, it, I get that it's close, but I also, as I said, think it's decisive. I don't find the objective argument you can make pro-Jokic. You can make an argument that he's, that he's in there but not that he's number one. Not at the moment. It has nothing to do with him winning two already. I think Embiid's been better, and Embiid's gotten him head-to-head in addition to that, right? Yep. So, so Jay, I understand you have created M- a criteria for MVP. So I will give my MVP to, to Giannis right now, by the way. Oh, I, I by the way, that I can see. I Joel think, Embiid, but yeah, I think Joel yeah. Embiid and Giannis are neck and neck, and how they finish down the stretch is going to be that. imperative. So um, this is um, as – Max would like to call an inductive conversation, okay? Yes. we I, I want to, uh, all this talk and spats on television shows, J.J. Reddick and Kendrick Perkins, and why everybody's <laughs> yelling at each other about what the, the moving target is for MVP. We want to establish a KJM criteria mm-hmm. for MVP. So I, I, I jotted down some things, CeCe. You want to bear with me here as we go through my list? And we, you guys can pick apart my list, and that's fine. But let's get into it. Number I one. In- I intend to. Go ahead. Number one. I, it's not a necessity, but I would say finish top 10 in scoring or at least somewhere close. Finish. Well, every MVP eh. has been Meh. top 10. What, what MVP other than Magic Johnson and a couple guys Nash. have not finished top 10? Yeah, and I would disagree with Nash winning back-to-back. Back-to-back. You no, agree with that, too, so I, you I kind agree. of agree at this point. What are you I, talking about? I, I agree, but it, you said which MVP. I didn't, agree, I didn't agree with Harden's MVP either, by the way. But, okay, you want to so kind of top somewhere 10 close. in scoring. Or okay. somewhere close. All right. like at least be on what? the verge. All Put right. up big-time numbers. I, I need to see it. All right. And it, this is my Kobe Bryant standard of excellence right. MVP list. I don't give a damn what anybody says. That's right. Your list. Next up, team must finish top four in their respective conference. I'm sorry. I want to reward winning mm. winners. Mm-hmm. I like that. It has to mean something because I want the regular season. You heard Dame on J.J. Reddick's podcast last night. I want to reward winning. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's next mm-hmm. up. Win shares. We could talk about metrics and all those details. Right. It's an analytic version I like to use. Measures, you know, uh, a person's points, rebounds, assists, rebounds, defensive, all, all these attributes. How that come many? Into how, how much of a percentage of his team's wins did he actually contribute? Right. Okay, got it. This okay. is a stat that started in baseball with yep. Bill James. It's a good one. Next up, must play CC a minimum of sixty-five games. I'm with that. I said it. I'm with that. Got to play 80% yes. of the season, man. Her- Herm said it best. Be- the best ability is availability. All day long. I want to see yep. you play. And if you get the 60, sorry, not eligible. Next up, uh, key player missing some games around you and how you raise your team. So, like, an example of that, okay? I look at uh, Chris Middleton has missed 25 games this year. Mm. 25 games. Chris Middleton was a 50-40-90 type of player. Right? He was one of the reasons why they won a world championship during their run. 
Giannis has them number one in the Eastern Conference with one of their key cogs missing a lot of games. Yeah, you got two more. Why don't you do those quickly because we want to respond on the other side. Okay, and then I got impact in key national games. Mm-hmm. I actually want national games that we have on TNT and ESPN to matter. And then last but not least, I'm going to say it, it's the full body of work. I'm not oh, making like the that. vote until the postseason is over because the postseason should matter. Okay, mm. there's some very good things in yeah. here and some very bad ones. Canty and I will be all over this. And Jay will defend himself. Nothing bad about my list. It's perfect. Are the Lakers, by the way, becoming a threat in the West? Yes! Uh KJM ESPN Radio. (laughs) It's a tease, CC. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I think he's got to be not only great, he's got to be MVP level. He's got to carry that group in the absence of LeBron James. And I'm just not that optimistic, guys, that he can sustain it. What's the identity of the Lakers? That's a real question. And the identity of the Lakers is they're a beatable average basketball team. I love AD. He is a complimentary championship player to the player. He's never going to be the guy. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. You're on ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80. J, you have criteria that you went through in detail in the previous segment. You can download the podcast and go back and listen to it if you want uh, eventually. But I-, I want you to just rip through it right now so we can-, we can talk about it. Yeah, can I say real quick my apologies to AD because he's been balling. Um, okay, moving yeah. forward. Here's my list of my criteria. Number one, finish top ten in scoring or somewhere close to it. Next up, teams must finish top four in their respective conference. Number three, win share metrics have to be towards the top. Number four, must play in a minimum of 65 games. Number five, key players missing around you, how you step your team up. Number six, impact in nationally televised games because I want the regular season to mean something. Then next up, you have the postseason success. It matters getting your team to the playoffs, and what you do in the postseason. I'm not making the final vote until I see the entire body of work. All right, so uh, so Chris, what do you think of the list? I love the list. I love the list. Nuno told me before in the You're pre-show right. meeting, find a way to pick apart the list. Yeah, and I'm Nuno's sorry, Nuno, I'm just not going to be able to do that. I can't hate on Jay's list, and I love number five and seven in particular because they're talking about competitive greatness. Being at your best when your best is required. Number five is how you carry your team. Number five is how you carry your team when your key teammates are out, and number seven is your postseason success. Go ahead. No doubt about it, and that's the point. Like When a guy is out, a key cog, and you elevate your play, that matters to me. When you're in the postseason and competing for championships, that matters to me. I'm also not mad at number two that Jay threw in there about finishing in the top four seeds in your conference because you do have to reward winning. I think the only one that's up for debate is 
the first thing that Jay put on the list, which is being in top 10 in the scoring, and in an era where points have never been cheaper, I can't be mad at that. All right, so I have I, I think there's a lot of good things on the list. I have problems with several of them. Can mm. we put the list back on the screen? Of course you do. We're on ESPN, too. Is everybody in agreement that uh, a, a minimum of 65 games played no problem with the that. season. Yes, no problem with that. No problem with that. This way, we don't yeah. have what happened with Joel Embiid last year. Like it's like just put a number. And you on can it. miss seventeen games. That's yes. plenty, right? Seventeen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Finishing the top ten in, or in sco- of scoring or close. I don't care about that at all because hypothetically, I could see a player. Like imagine a a, a guy who like some kind of hybrid Steve Nash, Draymond Green guy, right? Like a crazy great point guard, assist guy. He can he he's like tenacious on defense. He's versatile, but he's not going to score a lot. Fifteen points a game, eighteen points a game. He ain't going to be anywhere near the top ten. I think that could still potentially be an MVP. I just don't, I, you know. I, who is that guy, yeah, Matt? No but, who is that guy? Yeah, like you're, you're making up some fic- yeah. fictitious character. That's what he who does. is that dude? That's what I am, he does. but just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean it can't exist. Yeah, but what's an example of a player that will average fifteen points? Well, Nash won a couple of MVPs uh, uh, that way. Well, we, but in today's but NBA, though, Matt? I did. I wouldn't have given him the MVP. Yeah, but, but, but it Kobe wasn't because year. he didn't score enough to me. I just think, you know, like if Nash would have been a great defensive player, then, yeah, he could have won the MVP to me. Sure. Yeah, but I, I hear your hypothetical, let me put together this potential future player that could do these other things. <laughs> but look, we haven't seen a player like that okay. in basketball. Okay, I and, think that's and a good defense. I still don't like it. Top 10 scoring, he was outside. He was like, you know, 15th, 20th. I don't have a qualm if, you know, somebody top 10 is scoring, the scoring drops off at 23 and somebody's averaging like 22, 21. And they're like right but then outside once the you top say, 10. But, but then or That's close. why I said or close. Well, so then make it 15. It's not, that's not close. 15, so so 15, make it 12. So pick a number that, 15, you, that you... 15 points per game will never even be close to the top that, leading scorer in the NBA. But it's, it's the criteria, if you, it has no meaning if you say top 10 or close and you say 15 is not close. What's close? Is it 12? Then make it 12. All right, what's next? Put, put, those, put those criteria back on the screen. Teams must finish in the top four in the conferences. Don't care about that either. No, no, got in my ear and said DeAndre Aiden's averaging 18 points, and he's, he's top fifth. DeAndre Aiden's not in the MVP but, conversation. No. Sorry. No, no. Sorry, Nuno. But wait a minute. Like, all of a sudden, what if Nuno, he goes leave this on to the tour? professionals. What's that? What if he goes on a, t- a tier and he leads this team like he's the reason they win the title? Oh, like, oh no. Oh, yeah, by, no. The way, accord- by the way, Nuno, according no. to Jay Bill Russell, who the award is named after, right? Like Bill Russell. We're not talking about the sixties, well, Max. Huh? But he but he he didn't wasn't close to the scoring league, but he was the best player have in the league a lot of Did they have a shot clock? The, <laughs> I mean have when you he's seen like, what's yeah, happening to like the everyone, game of basketball. But everyone played under the same rules and he won the championship every his team won because of him. Bill Maher. New rules. New rules. You hear that game? This is, these are Let's my rules. Let's put the criteria rules. back on. These are my rules. So number one, I would get rid of. I also no. don't like number two. Finish in the top four. You can finish sixth in your conference. You had a lot of injuries on your team. A guy, a guy was amazing, so he kept them afloat and then caught fire in the postseason. I, I, like, that's fine. I don't think you need to finish in the top four Here, in your conference. Here's my thing. Max, even if, you're, if you finish five mm-hmm. and you go on an incredible postseason run and all these other metrics that I have listed here in the yeah. criteria are exceeding those expectations. Yeah, that's part of the looking at the entire body of work. I would get rid of one and two. Okay, three win shares I like. You've got to be in the top 15 in win shares. That's completely reasonable. Four, must play a minimum of 65 games. Totally reasonable. And it encourages, you, you can load manage, but within reason. It encourages that. I love that. Number five, how you carry your team when key teammates are out. I think that should be considered. But guys, 
What if you just had a healthy team that year and someone else didn't? I don't think guys should be penalized Jokic. for – I don't think he should be penalized for that. But, I penalize but, but, Jokic because he doesn't can, defend. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like, when you look at criteria, why do you think somebody's being penalized? Because if you, because if you happen to have a healthy team, question. you can't win yeah, but MVP? That, but, that's, but that's not – no, you're being extreme with it, though, Max. Like, yeah. you're – you just sat there and got an argument with Pat Costello about the entirety of the during body of work, break, right? Yeah. During a commercial break about – You're saying one, this is one criteria. Yeah, like it, it's right, just fine, a fair list enough. of criteria. Fair enough. In that you're case – You're taking it to a sum. Fine. You win. Let's go look at that list again. Yes. I, I, like, I yes. like four – I like three, four, and five. How you, in other words, that's one of the things you're considering, yes. how you carry your team. That's fair. And by the way, I, I said six because I, I need this. I am tired of there being nationally televised games <laughs> that we promote – and that TNT promotes, and that we see our stars sitting out. So I want to, CC, incentivize the biggest games on the biggest stages during the regular season where they become more meaningful for players to actually participate. Yeah, and in those games, you're playing against teams that the television networks are expecting to be competitive, not only in the regular season, but in the postseason. So those are statement games. Like, we have those in the National Football League where you're trying to make a statement about who you are, the identity of your team, and what the expectations should be, what the standards should be. So I'm all about number six, too, Jay. I I don't have a problem with that. Being able to ball out when the lights are the brightest, that actually matters. So, yeah, nationally televised games, being able to step up, yeah, I'm with it. I agree. The one problem I have with it, but I wouldn't get rid of it, is that you want to be careful about conflating business and competitive interests. You, like, in other words, that is the business interest of the league is, hey, the stars aren't playing in high-profile games, right? But, you know, like, what if you play for a team that's a small market team that just didn't get scheduled for a lot of nationally televised games, that's, stuff I mean, like that? That's fine. I can't hold that against you. But if you're an MV, here, here's, here's what I do know about TV, Max, and that's the, the thing I, w- I would push back on your point. If you're in the MV, like if Zion Williamson. Yeah, they're going to televise MVP, some games. We're pivoting. We're flexing. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, All okay. Right. Oh, you wait, win that one, too. That, that, yeah. that Clippers yeah. game is on. Oh, sorry. Pivot. Yeah. Not only do you, Zion. Not only, do, not only do you win that one, but it's sort <laughs> yeah. of an ingenious way to work in an incentive to play in those yes. games. So, okay, I like it. And what's the last one? The playoffs. Postseason success. I, I would say this. I see why Pat Costello and I were arguing during the commercial because it says postseason success. I would say postseason play. Here's the problem I have with the NBA period with regular season MVP. What if you don't make the postseason? Two-thirds of the team, 10 out of 15 in each conference, are playing when the regular season is over. An MVP is never going to come from a non-playoff team. It's just never going to happen. So to ignore the playoff games is absurd. It's absurd. You must consider the postseason. I agree. So the so I would take out of your on your criteria. I take out one and two, and I think the rest are good. That's it. Well, I mean, what potatoes, do you potatoes? Well, at least Max is consistent. That's the one thing we can say. He's consistent because he said being a top four seed in your conference doesn't matter. So I guess yeah. being you know, a team that wins in the postseason doesn't matter either. According no, to Max Canty, everybody gets a trophy. Oh, you come in eighth? Yeah. Great. You Participation get a trophy. No, it does matter. I think yeah, it fine. does matter. But yeah, I remember, Michael, I remember Michael Jordan when he was averaging 37 points as a third-year player or whatever it was, and he didn't have a team around him. He'd get bounced in the first round, but Jordan was 
better than anyone in the league by a lot. So as long as you see him balling out in the postseason, if his team is just not good enough, I'm not holding that against him. But he's got to make the postseason. But isn't that the same thing we kill Aaron Rodgers for? You have all these incredible numbers, but you don't get your team over the hump. No, because as soon as he got an all-star, he put a reign of terror on the league that no one's ever seen before since. Don't you reward getting over the hump. I see what you're saying. Okay, we could carry that one over. I won a lot of arguments today against you. No, I don't think you won. I I concede when I think you won an argument. I don't agree with that, but you have a point. I have you on tape saying I've won multiple arguments. I agree. We're building. (laughs) This has been presented by Progressive Insurance, KJ. I'm Chris Canty in for Keyshawn Johnson. People want to talk about this. Are the Lakers becoming a threat in the West? KJ. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Chris Canty in for Key today. You can download the ESPN app to listen to us. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. And if you get to work, you're having what they call in the business a driveway moment. Oh, man, I'm at work, but I want to listen to my guys. You're sitting in the car. No, no, no. Just click more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app on your phone. Scroll down to live radio, pop your AirPods in, your earbuds, whatever you got, your headphones. Walk right into work like you're listening to music, but you're really ignoring everyone listening to sports. You can tune into NBA action tonight as the Clippers host the Warriors, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Chef Curry, this ain't 2014. The Clippers ain't the team in L.A. that matters, Max. Let's get to it. Yeah, no kidding. Let's get to it, Are Max. the Lakers, be, <laughs> are, are the Lakers Jay, a threat? Are they becoming why, why an actual threat? Why don't you start threat? with the Laker fan? Let, let him let, – let CC give me his opinion on this one. Okay, but before I'm, we I'm, do, before we do, Scott in Denver has something to say. Go ahead, Scott. Scott, you there? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, I listen to your show every day. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I just want to talk about uh, Jay's list. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty much agree with all of them um but uh didn't joker finish like didn't they finish fifth last year or so sixth even and uh you still won the mvp yep well they're not and applying James uh, criteria. well also but, but just uh, just in response to that very quickly they did but most of their team was out so how players how you carry your team when teammates are out that's one of my criteria as well. See, what's interesting is the criteria, none of it, if you don't hit one of these, is disqualifying. Jay's point is they're just all being considered. So you can be the sixth. You can finish sixth and still win MVP, but it doesn't help you, right? So you're considering all the criteria. Mm-hmm. I like that, yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry. 
Chris Canty. Go ahead. Are the Lakers enough? No, I mean, we're talking about my Lakers and them not only treading water, but being a team that can do some damage early on in the playoffs. I mean, when you start looking at the top three seeds, I don't know that the Lakers should be afraid of any of them. Are they really afraid of the Denver Nuggets? Should they be afraid of the Grizzlies? We don't know what's going on with John Morant. Should they be afraid of the Sacramento Kings who just got here? I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you get the version of Anthony Davis that you saw last night and LeBron James, based on his Instagram, gets back sooner rather than later, I don't know. you got to feel good about the Lakers' prospects of not only getting into the playoffs but potentially going on a playoff run. So I would, I, I what have, does a playoff run mean? I, I, I have to do this. Um, can the camera be put on me, please? I'm, oh, I'm calling a, a single oh, shot here. Please. I need Jay's the calling his own shot. I am sorry, Laker fans. Come on, I man. am sorry, Rob Palenka. I miscalculated you. You have done hey! a hell of a job <laughs> with this roster. I didn't believe you could make it happen, but the additions of D'Lo and other aspects have transformed this team. And what I am willing to say now, understanding where the Western Conference is, Chris Canty, you said it properly. John Morant may not come back for the rest of the season. Sacramento Kings don't have the playoff experience. When you start looking at Kevin Durant missing multiple weeks here, is he going to parachute right back in? Is this team going to hit the ground running? If the Lakers are able to find a way to that 7th, 8th seed, you're telling me if they're matched up against the Memphis Grizzlies, with what you saw, with how LeBron is looking at it, the Lakers, if they come, if LeBron hits his stride, they might find themselves in the Western Conference Finals. It's not impossible. Jake, it's not. But it comes I can't down, believe I'm saying it comes, that. I'm, it, comes down to, it comes down to when LeBron heard the pop in his foot, and they're, they're, it's they're, crazy. they're beating us in the head with this, oh, he'll be back. If he actually comes back and plays at a high level, then it can happen. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, J- well, Max, he's, listen, I-, I hear what you're saying about, you know, beating it over the head, but LeBron James is putting it out there on his social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are we not supposed to take that as, you know, something? He's when trying. LeBron he's, is, is, is got the picture out there on his Instagram. I mean, I mean it's what the guy is suggesting that he's Wolverine. He's trying to come the back. The Top Gun mask on, breathing underwater. That's what, like I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, like, like if, you, if, if LeBron is trying to get back – especially because he sees what's happening with this team and they finally got shooters around him, then why can't the Lakers go on a run? I guess that's the better question. Because when I watched the game last night against the Pelicans, there, it was clear Anthony Davis was going to set a tone. And there's no doubt that he should have that mentality after a disappointing home loss to the New York Knicks. But, I mean, the fact that he was able to start the game and, and score the first six points, the old-fashioned three-point play, then the corner three, and then that led to the Lakers starting on a 14-0 run – I mean, yeah, this is a team that if LeBron James joins them, they have all yeah. the requisite pieces to complement what he does best. Kristen they the had 15 three-point makes in the first half of that game. There you go. Jay, you know this better there than anybody. Shooting. What do you have to have around LeBron James shooters. in order for him to be best version of himself? You got to have shooters, and they got that. They got more defensive versatility with Vanderbilt and Beasley and Hachimura. This is a team that can match up against some of those teams at the top of the Western Conference. And with LeBron James and Anthony Davis' championship pedigree, who's to say that they can't find themselves going on a deep playoff run and potentially in the Western Conference? By finals? the way, they've never been disqualified from that. Even before the moves, you can't ever count a team with LeBron James and AD if they're both on the floor together. Out, no, I would have discounted them. Well, because they didn't have the shooting. Yeah. But, right, but 
even then, like on a run, no. But could they have been a? Could they have gotten out of the plane and maybe knocked off a team? No, not with Russell Westbrook on that squad. Maybe not, 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 maybe not, not with the person. No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. not maybe not with Westbrook as it turned no. out. And At Russ anyway. played well. He came off the bench At and did what rate, he did. AD has been carrying the team since LeBron went down. And then Fox, when he had respect. one bad game, he called himself out. And then he came back and had a, another big game. AD, In I the old days, by the way, I we called you. it three the hard way, Chris. All right, Aaron Rodgers is going to speak today. What should we expect from KJM? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.